I felt like I, I kind of swallowed music. Am I talking? What? <laughs> I'm just going to shut up. I'm going to put the show back in your hands, Joe. Okay, <laughs> Where yeah. Where are we going to go from here? No What's up, jerks? I'm L. David Hessler, and you're listening to me review music calmly and competently, while your host, Joe Garwood, continues to be an inarticulate douchebag who hates everything. <laughs> I thought I called you George Garwood. So, <laughs> hi everyone. This is is this music? This is not music. As you can hear, our guest this week, your guest this week, is L. David Hessler, author, illustrator, actor, musician, above all. That's why we're talking to him because he's one hell of a musician. Thank uh, you, thank you, Joe. I'm excited to be <laughs> back and and. Uh, be as much of an asshole as I can without um, making everyone mad. So well, let's see how this goes. See, that's the thing. And I, I guess right off the bat to talk about follow-up or um, any feedback, we, we get virtually none. So we, <laughs> both of us can be as big assholes as we want because no one seems to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have to tell you, the last episode which you were on – was the most listened to that I've had. Um, it was listened to twice as many times as the next previous episode. So wow. thank you. Wow. Well, yeah, I don't know if I had much to do with that, but that's that's fun. Let's do that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like I, I searched and searched. Nobody left any comments. No one <laughs> emails or does any of the social media stuff. Like, when I... Speaking of weird... <laughs> <laughs> your other frequent collaborator adam i remember his pre-show ritual uh <laughs> as an actor of always listening to sublime sublime and i always I, it's not that i found it weird because that's a, a very normal ritual to have something that you need to calm you or to identify with or center you or whatever but that particular choice i've always hated sublime i was like what what does that do for him you know I think it's that same, like, there were two songs. He used to actually serenade me with at least one of the songs before the shows. But there were, <laughs> yeah, so, whatever. Uh, but I think it had to do just with the, again, that, like, emotional vibe. Um, take it or leave, like, musically. Um, not, a, you know, may not be a huge fan of, of their stuff in general, but a couple of the songs had, like, a, just a real like mellowing vibe that I think he tuned into yeah. and then like try, uh, apparently tried to tune me into. Uh. <laughs> He's like, you got to go to this place with me. And you're like, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't have that effect. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm curious about his opinion on sublime with Rome. If, if he hates that or loves that or whatever. Sublime with Rome. Well, since the one guy died they replaced him with some guy i can't remember his name but he goes by rome i think it's his last name and there's kind of a, a rift among the fans or former fans and that they're like he's just not the same and i'm like well he's not gonna be but is he garbage or what i mean i don't know i i can almost guarantee you that adam is on the the get this guy out of here side of the fence <laughs> I wonder if it's better or worse than the like the Van Halen rift, you know, with, with you know which singer <laughs> do you like? Which I never really paid close enough attention to 
Van Halen to remember which one is which. I because to me it's all about the guitar work. Um, yeah. Who who is your favorite of the vocalists? I mean, I think it just depends on what side of the bed you wake up on in any given day. Like if you wake up and you're like, man, I could really go for some like some toe touches and like some really mad cane swinging skills, then like David Lee Roth is going to be your dude. Um, but then, you know, you want that kind of the shaggier, mellower, uh, like dad vibe, <laughs> which which everyone wants from a <laughs> from a rock band's singer. Right. Uh, you go with Hagar. But I I always tended to go more with with Roth just because of the music from that era. Like it, I appreciated the lyrically not so much uh, let's be honest a lot of a lot of music from that era of rock oh yeah kind of garbage but yeah um musically i definitely um was more on the the roth end of things um eddie van halen was pretty influential for me as a kid there's just this mentality in a lot of just a lot of music in general. It's it's going to be about girls. It's going to be about drinking. It's going to be about partying. It's going to be about all the like surface level stuff that like everybody that's more accessible to people. Yeah. Instead of like, you know, talking about things like emotions and the world at large um, and how we're part of the universe or whatever. So, um, yeah, it became really, uh, like glam metal and hair metal became really just superficial and or immediate in that the like storytelling was non-existent. It was just, just the vibe, just an emotion. Right. You know, um, probably just a soundtrack for, um, for, for doing cocaine in a lot of cases. Yeah. I was the whole time you were talking about David Lee Roth, uh, I was think, or the, the the whole time we were having this conversation, I'm like, "Do you want the dude, or you want Richard Simmons?" You know. <laughs> but I went even further into the cocaine clown from Metalocalypse. I can't remember his name. <laughs> but I think he was think a, almost a direct that, nod, right? Yeah, that guy is like the perfect modern metal version of David Lee Roth for sure. <laughs> so, looking at the new music that has come out recently. Um, on that list that I sent you, which ones of those did you have a chance or did you have a chance to look into? I listened to three. I listened to Old Road, Superposition, and Saw Lightning. Okay. And then I listened to, oh, I can't remember her name, Ellie Elfish? Ellie Irish? Oh, Ellie I- Eilish? Eilish? Uh, yeah, but I keep calling her uh, Billy Eyelash. <laughs> That's just <laughs> me being a dick. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have much of a response to that one. Yeah, I didn't have. Just yeah, I didn't really write anything about that one. But I have. I have responses on the others. But I would be happy to talk about that one if you if you had had thoughts. I kind of really want to listen to the J Cole one though. Which one is that? That was it. He's uh he's a rapper. It was the, the oh first... middle child. Yeah. The only reason I'm dying to do this is I've been talking about J. Cole for like the last three episodes and it always gets cut or we just don't listen to. And only because I saw a meme on Facebook and it it was like a goofy meme that I didn't understand the origin of the image. It's like two kids in a hallway and like the black kid is like jumping straight up into the air where his head is almost touching the ceiling and the white kid is like running away from him. I I don't know what the origin of that image is. 
but but then the macro on it says J. Cole going platinum with no features, and then like and the macro on the white kid is like the rest of the world. So uh, I take that to mean you know he's super talented and successful and doesn't rely on anyone else. Ah, uh. and so I'm like, okay, if that's the case, that sounds like, and I and I started to read about him. He sounds like a Kendrick Lamar type character or a Most Def or somebody who writes very like socially consciously yeah so i want to see if i'm right um i don't know why i picked this particular track uh it came out in the last three months i guess he's got a new album either coming or has come out so so one of the notes that i took j cole born 1985 so pretty close in age to us He's a rapper, record producer known for slightly beefing with what I guess are considered young upstarts like the the Lil's, the Lil Zans and little shitheads and, all, you know, those guys. Um, when you say slightly beefing, like like being confrontational with them, right? Just via... Or the, like taunting them? Yeah, just via the music. I don't think he's okay. ever actually... Gotcha. Yeah. Um by, so that I like because I find the lot of them ridiculous. So here we go. This is Middle Child by J. Cole. Niggas been counting me out. I'm counting my bullets. I'm loading my clips. I'm writing down names. I'm making a list. I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying. The fake ones is lit. The game is all balanced. I'm back on my shit. The bitly is dirty. My sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it. You all on my dick. I'm all in my bag. It's hard as it get. I do not throw powder. I might take a sip. I might okay, up, so I, I, no I really like his flow. Yeah. I got a few mil, but not all of them rich. What good is the bread if my niggas is broke? What good is first class if my niggas can't sit? That's my next mission. That's why I can't quit. Just like LeBron get my niggas more chips. I mean, it's a little monotonous, but I mean, you know, rap is chanting. Right. But his rhythm is just perfect. And ple- it's pleasing. It's not... Some, some of the guys seem sometimes like they're trying to stutter by making like verbal like backbeats and stuff yeah and that I, to me that doesn't always work unless like you're really really talented but he's he's good and this is i mean it's it's just a straightforward um like you said no like no feature like just a straightforward like hot like i'm just telling you what's on my heart like just straight out the top of my head yeah well and i well I, I took that to mean or the no features thing i took that to mean like he had no guest artists because he didn't right. need them or he's like gotcha yeah he's his own institution he's not just a, like another another you know guy in the record stable where they all have to you know band together to sell each other's records it's just like no right. i'm this dude you know And the song, the song's a little boring musically, but uh, this will definitely need some like lyrical analysis. From what, yeah. from what I've heard already, I'm like, okay, he's he's doing some prophesying here. He's just like laying down some facts and some principles that he operates by. Yeah, I don't remember the exact line, but um, something about what good is it if my friends are broke? Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 definitely a, a principled man, you know, and that's something I think. 
I don't know, all across music, I think you, you hear people are just like, I just want to have fun, you know, or, you know, I just, I just need to scream or I just need to party. The, and it's always like we were saying about the, the 80s, the glam and all the hair metal. It's superficial. Yeah. And this is not. He's, he's uh, yeah, talking about absolutely. like every action in my life is tied back to my philosophy. And my philosophy is like, you know, what, what use is my enrichment if, you know, I, the people I'm connected to. I have a community, yeah. you know. So what, what is the um... – I kind of I missed it in while we were talking. Like the what is the the premise of the middle child aspect of the song? Like, do you know? Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I really I failed on this one. I looked up facts about him. I didn't look up the lyrics to the song, which I should have. Well, so here you go. Like just the fact that that we're sitting here trying to interpret this piece of art that he's made. Like that to me that elevates it above like just normal pop music. Like it's got a message that we have to kind of dig around for and try to figure out. Um, yeah. This, beyond. this resonated with me so much more, you know, not just head and shoulders above, but head and shoulders and a whole hundred stories above Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, all that <laughs> garbage ass bullshit. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Someone who's just, you know, maybe like sneezed while they were saying something. and was like, Oh, you know what? We can make a song out of that. Yeah, nah. Yeah. So okay, I I was pleased by that. That was cool. That I would go back and listen to that definitely. In contrast, then I I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be a heavy contrast. Let's listen to <laughs> "Old Town Road" by Lil Nas X. <laughs> uh, I'll say this about him: um, born 1999. Jesus oh, Christ! No. Are you serious? Baby rapper here. He really is little. Yeah, it's not just. So um, I, am I correct? Because I was trying to, I, a lot of the pop music I, I tend to not know as much about like their backgrounds. So I was reading about him. Is it true that he, he kind of started as a YouTube personality? Like kind of like he had, um, is that, am I right in saying that? Uh, not even YouTube. Well, maybe YouTube. Yeah. All this. Or TikTok. Yeah, like, uh, all of this I just uh, got off Wikipedia. I had never heard of this kid either. But yeah, it was TikTok. Um, evidently, there was something called the Yeehaw Challenge. I don't know yeah. what the fuck that is, and I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> when I pulled this song up, uh, it's it's listed as featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. I'm like, you, I, <laughs> yes. I, I don't even want to listen to it now. I, <laughs> I, I listened to that version first and almost walked away entirely. Wait, and then so... I decided... Is there a version without that? There is, yeah. Oh, okay. Let me find that. Uh, I think the the Billy Ray Cyrus came after. That was like a remix or whatever. Okay. Well, we are not listening to Mr. Achy Breaky. Thank the gods. I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached, head is mad at black, got the boosters black to match, riding on a horse, ha, you can whip your horse, I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch, now, nah. ain't nobody <laughs> the fuck is this? So, 
it that first line like when it first starts i was like oh i i i can get into this i like this the first lines like there's a very there's like a very there's like a classic cowboy coming to the end of the line feel to that that i liked and then as soon as it came into this this part i lost it <laughs> yeah um yeah, he, he does. Just, he does oh, sound God. like a guy. Sounds like a young guy. Not a lot of talent. He has a nice, pretty clean voice. He sounds like he knows how to record himself well because I think he did produce this at home. Yeah, but there's nothing there. It's like yeah, yeah. Give him something it, to chew on. It. I feel like the that first hook is completely lost in the like any meaning that might be present in that first those first few lines is completely lost in the rest of the song. And it's just like this mishmash of contradictory, like stereotypes and cliches that I can't, I can't even Joe, I just can't even. Well, and I think that's probably because that's, of whatever the yeehaw challenge the is. Challenge, yeah, I think it sure. l- really limited the scope of what he was going to cover. So I'll look out for this guy, see if he can actually grow. And I mean, now that he's been given this enormous platform because he broke out, uh, I'll keep an ear out for him. But like, I'm not really hoping for anything. I'm hoping for him to surprise me. But this was dumb. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, yeah, that's it. I mean, he probably had a lot of fun putting it together. I do have to have the enormous caveat that at 20 years old, I didn't have the wherewithal to do what that he did. That's true. So, I mean, you may have. You, no. But I musically, I still don't. It wouldn't have been on my radar to try that. It's, but, so here's the other thing. It is a testament to how times have changed and how opportunity has become even broader for, and more accessible for, for artists and creators. Like, even if it's not a great piece, uh, the fact that he had that opportunity to kind of come up from just basically a social media platform as a fan and then turn, you know, turn a corner and come up with this and get success out of it. Like that's, that's inspiring to other like young creators who want that, that opportunity or that chance. But I mean, like I said, also just, gives us even more worthless YouTube talent to kind of sift through. Yeah. And there's a lot of that. You said you also listened to the young, the giant song. Yes. Is it worth visiting or should we skip over it? Uh, I have one thing to say. Okay. Take your mandolin back to the hipster pawn shop for rock and roll. That's all I got to say. Okay. Um, yeah. Did they get, did they kind of stray into jangle pop territory? It's just, uh, what else did I, I mean, I'm, I'm not terribly familiar with them. I, I listened to maybe 30 seconds of that song, but it's just, it's unoriginal, just wash and repeat style music. One of their lines is literally one of their, their main lines, uh, is I want you to want me. Oh, so that's completely and so. I'm like, that's that's you're really diving deep into the well of creativity. There, it's the perfect song for someone who wants to fall asleep. That's how I felt by the end. 
Oh, yeah, that sounds boring. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye. Um, so I I didn't know... <clears throat> I I have very mixed feelings about Beck. Um, Same here. Okay. Like, I never quite got the appeal, although... Uh, it makes a lot of people nostalgic because they liked him. I, I don't know that I ever did. I, I don't recall ever strongly disliking him either, but I didn't see the point of his weirdness. The weirdness for weirdness's sake. I, I think it came, he, he came in a time when that was like, really, that was what was getting people out there and in front of an audience. So I think that like, that was part of his initial appeal. Because like you could get away with like we were coming out of the the glam of the eighties and the grunge like we were trying everyone was looking for that like other style. Then get back. Yeah, I mean, he was he was kind of uh, innovative sound wise. You know, he was a bit of a DJ. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I appreciate. All right. Sorry. I had to stop it because you were cutting out so heavily. I, I didn't. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't hear most of what you said, though. Well, I, I've i always been I've I've been drawn to how he um, melds kind of traditional musicality with more mo- like modern, like electronic music and DJ stuff, which is obviously apparent in this song. It's just to me, it almost feels like a rehash of things that he's done in the past. Um, yeah, it, it did does. sound a little familiar. Yeah. I, I I like the energy of it. I just don't know that I like much of it. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the guy's been making music for, man, 30 years now. Oh God, really? I was thinking, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, five thirty years. So Beck's been around for a while, but <laughs> I feel like this song also proves that even though you've been around for a while, you're not gonna, you're not gonna make everyone happy. Yeah, and maybe this is just nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. Is this one getting a lot of airtime? Like, is it is it taking off? Oh, I have no no idea. He, uh, he asked like a father out of touch with everything. <laughs> All right, I guess I, I'm I'm good on new music. Are you okay? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Billy Eyelash. We'll listen to you later. <laughs> <laughs> That's another young one. I was looking up her info. Uh, born two thousand one. No, homeschooled daughter of ind- industry professionals. Uh, she debuted a couple singles at age fifteen. Has had her first LP out this March. And she often collaborates with her older brother. Um, so it's like, uh, it's too early to tell. I will say, by comparison, uh, another s- uh, similar character who came up sort of the same way, um, Lord. Yes. I yeah. appreciate the hell out of her. That's, okay, yeah. Th- that actually, I kind of connect those two. Like that, it's, it reminds me a lot of Lord style. So let's listen to some earworms. Enter through the ear. I 
never know if anyone gets that. <laughs> is that from? Is part of that from Star Trek? Yes. Okay. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad you got it. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so, on this list, which of these did you listen to? Uh, I only got to listen to In the Shadows. Okay. That was a more recent one, or more recent but, discovery for me. I don't remember this. I'm sure I'll remember it in a minute. Oh, yeah. So I hear this one at work all the time. Oh, really? I don't remember why I put it on the list, though, because it's... I, it doesn't sound obnoxious to me just yet. There's got got to be some weird hook that I don't like or something. Or otherwise, I wouldn't. There's... Yeah. Uh, this, this is benign. I mean. Maybe it's just that line. <laughs> she accepted you. Oh wait, wait, what line? Can't get it out of my mind, can't get it out of my mind. Oh, I can't I can't even hear that. Okay, let's see. Oh, I see. Yeah, I, this may have made the list by mistake. I don't know what my issue is here. I mean, I, I do hear it at work, but this one doesn't, like, claw at me mentally. What were you going to say? Yeah, well, I, I, I enjoyed it. It's, uh... I, I had this thought of, like... I don't know, it reminded me of, like, a butterfly just kind of flitting around my head like I'm not like totally into the music or the song but I don't mind it being there yeah Um, it's graceful I'll say that it's like just this like jangly little guitar driven butterfly like flying around and then it even ends like a butterfly just kind of flying off into the wind Uh, yeah, it doesn't for pop. This I is palatable to me. Yeah, it doesn't have like an overwhelming beat. It's not dancey or danceable. Right, but it's got it has like a, it has distinct structures. It's got like really smooth production. I really enjoy the layers of her her vocals. Yeah, yeah. I might have to give this uh, group a little more of a listen later on. Um, I don't know what I was thinking when I put this in the earworm list. Maybe... Oh! This is it. This... This mournful cry. The... the, Like, the three... Yeah, yeah, those three tones. Yeah. 
that I don't know what it does to me, but it is that is just such a nostalgic sound. Like it puts like I'm hearing like the Eurythmics or something, just something very like new wave. I'm like, oh god, I love that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I like this. I had not um, listened to any of their stuff, and I really like this song. So, um, I I would definitely I would check them out. Yeah, I think this is one of the very few positive reactions I've had to an earworm. Hit me with one of these other earworms. I didn't get a chance to listen okay. to them. So, so I'm going to skip the one that is David Guetta and Sia because I don't know what a David Guetta is. <laughs> um, although Sia, I adore her voice. I, I do love Sia. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so that song is pretty good. We can, we'll do that on another episode because um, I think I even highlighted that because it's one I knew I had some level of positive regard for. So there's one that's been on my list probably since the first episode, and we have never hit it. It's called. Uh, it's a song called "Stay in the Dark" by the band Perry, and that's that's the group's name is the band Perry. Yeah, <laughs> I know this band. Oh, you know that? Okay, hang, yeah. hang on, we may be in for a ride. Okay, so. I have been hearing this at work every day for over three years. I don't know why they don't take it off the playlist. <laughs> this company or whatever that provides us with the you know corporate safe it's called it's a company called Mood Music and I hate them. <laughs> oh any company called Mood Music up oh, that's I don't like that at all. Yeah. So yeah, this is just kind of your modern country pop. Oh, this this qualifies as country pop? So, like, you, you've heard other efforts from them. Yeah. Yeah, I know, like, I'm aware of them. It's not like I listen to all their stuff, but, um, yeah, I've heard them before, and they, I mean, they just, they kind of take all the, all the pop buttons, like. But this fall, like, I'm floored that this falls within country. Or at like least. Like, if you look, there's, they've got the mandolin going there in the background. They've. There's a little banjo, I think. Okay. All right, I'm going to fade it's that just... out because I lost you. <laughs> Oh, I'm, it's not that I like. I look down upon like crossing over, um, you know. It's just the pop sensibility is not necessarily uh, very engaging to me. Like that. That's just. It just. It's like a little teddy bear just marching <laughs> through the grass. Like it's just doing the same thing over and over again and not really being very interesting. Yeah, like the the. That's, can I just say that's one of the weirdest visuals I think I've ever, <laughs> I've ever ever created to describe music. A just marching teddy bear, a marching teddy bear in the grass. Yeah, I, I for me, what I'm seeing is it's, I I'm seeing a visualization of the really awkward melodies. The the little because they're like. These like tw- I don't know the like flourishes and twill twirls yeah. I don't know and they're just like graceless and grating and just oh it just irritates me so much. Um, 
Cause like I, when they're like singing in unison or or like singing together or just no it's just like the the actual sequence of notes is unpleasant because it's just like gotcha. down 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 up 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 you know it's just yeah it, well yeah in, like that, that in that really kind of staccato there's no slide to it. it's just like da 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 yeah. I'm like why why is that a th- <laughs> thus the marching teddy bear yes exactly okay so I I <laughs> <laughs> To me, that's uh, the teddy bear is on stairs. He's like, is, "Am I in an Escher painting? What the hell's happening?" <laughs> so, oh no, there's. I see. I have to look at this for ten seconds. I see them playing the same song on Jimmy Fallon, and I hate My Jimmy Fallon. Is due later this year, performing their new single "Stay in the Dark." Please welcome the band Perry. Hey, shut up. This is terrible. They look terrible. They sound terrible. Fuck off. <laughs> Joe is not a fan. This is this is I'm crossing into angry douchebag territory. <laughs> so you said you had a pop quiz for me? I do have a quick pop quiz for you, Cho. Okay. So I've compiled a short list of phrases, and I'm going to read a phrase to you, and I would like you to tell me whether that phrase is referring to the name of a band or the name of a terrible recipe. Ooh, I like this. (laughs) Scandinavian sandwich. Well, I think that's a fake out, so I'll say that's a band. Dogs on fire. Well, I've heard of high on fire. Dogs on fire. Sounds like if it's actually been on fire, be fancy about it. Not like, oops, I burned the shit, you know. <laughs> because being fancy, you always go, oh, floppy. So I'm going to guess it's dogs on fire has to be a band. Shirley Temple of Doom. Um, Sounds like a band. Circle Pups. Also a band. Naked Potato. I, I guess a food. Professor Morrison's Lollipop. A band. Triple Play Warmer. Does that have something to do with baseball? Not at all. <laughs> uh, food? All right, Super Salad Loaf. <laughs> food? It is a block of bologna that's been cored out and then... <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then filled with vegetables of various uh, various kinds. That's a crime against bologna, and bologna is already a crime against <laughs> humanity. So. Crime against bologna should absolutely be a band name. <laughs> right. Mustard plug. Oh, that's a band. Jelly chicken. Food. That is food. Gross. Duck butter. Oh, uh, it's a band, right? That is a band. I don't remember if this was a, a colloquialism around Chillicothe. We used to call the phenomenon of swamp ass duck butter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> no, I, I had never heard the phrase until I found it for this quiz. But now I will forever use it in that way. <laughs> okay, last one. Sure. Hot dog fondue. I mean, food? That is a food! <laughs> okay. Gross. So, that's the pop quiz. Good job, Joe. How you got most of them, right? What, I got like 80%? And, 
I can't keep track. That's up for the up to the listener. Oh shit. I guess it's time for helicopter full of chainsaws. Helicopter full chainsaws. I thought you did that on purpose. Oh, I I did, but I was I threw out some suggestions, and you you said you ran with one in particular. (laughs) Yes, the first line was clarinet covers of the necrophagist. Yeah, yeah, I fell down that rabbit hole. Real hard. <laughs> the one that popped up first was the one where he has two, like he's he's doing two clarinet parts, like for two guitar parts. Oh, some insane shit. <laughs> yeah, this one really is super impressive. I mean, I was laughing so hard the first time I heard this. I, yeah, I was in the car. I was just like, I hope someone is nearby and can hear me listening to this through the car windows. <laughs> There's so... Oh my god. I have thoughts on the solo, and on the solo for a lot of them. So what are your thoughts on the solo? I love it. And it and it's a testament to like if you have something beautiful even nested in the middle of this like hardcore death metal. If you apply it Sorry, I'm having trouble talking over the <laughs> Oh man. Okay, so sorry, if yeah. You have like I, I believe that in most metal there's there are still elements of like very like melodic beautiful things nested in the like in all of this like chaos and like hardcore um, uh, fury and in that moment when these clarinets start playing the solo like it completely pulls it out of the the metal realm and it's like it's just proof that the, that the the music is is tra- can 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 be pulled into other uh, other methods of delivery and still like have like have remnants of its of the, the heart and soul of the song or whatever does that make sense. I'm not really articulating that very well. You're starting to sound like me. Uh, no, <laughs> something that I have been enjoying for the last several years is just well, something that, a phrase that has resonated me ever since I was like a kid is that there's nothing new under the sun. So I've been enjoying just the postmodern approach to like invention and reinvention of of everything that is and, and remix culture can sometimes be yeah. pretty shitty, but when you approach it with this level of craft, uh, uh, you know, to see the beauty in the, uh, the, you know, prime artifact and then to add your own spin on it and, and add another, uh, element of beauty. Like that's, it's, it's just so fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, I, I don't know what's harder, like the the uh, rhythmic blasts uh, that would be normally be like palm mutes and uh, arpeggios up the of the guitar neck, or or the long drawn out notes, uh, which would be harder to to mimic on a clarinet. Like I can't even imagine the lung capacity of the of the people of the dude playing this oh yeah it's the same guy he looks like he's about to fall out of this chair (laughs) (laughs) i kept expecting like on the one the first one that i watched i was like 
this like this has to be like some sort of a a joke or something like one of the guys is just gonna explode <laughs> randomly but never happened so i have to tell you w- w- the other end of the rabbit hole for me because of th- this guy playing the clarinet i eventually stumbled upon and i think i hinted at this in my notes i was like do you like doom metal <laughs> <laughs> i discovered hasidic d- doom klezmer metal <laughs> Let's hear it. It doesn't sound great, but it was a lot of fun just to know that it existed. <laughs> oh, although this one had a trombone instead of a a uh, clarinet. Clarinet. But still, just the tonality is like the the particular scale or whatever they're playing in is just you know very Davidic and recognizable. Doom is a little too slow for me, like I was saying in the notes, but... I like this a lot. I do like when I just need something atmospheric and lyricless, I can go there. Oh, and this was shot at Johnny Brenda's in Philadelphia. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, I'll send you the link. <laughs> the, I am a sucker for just resonant sonic layers. And oh, I love this. Yeah, like, uh, the reason I don't like a lot of Doom is that it's usually uh, too sludgy. But this is very, like, simple and well-constructed. Like, they're not, they're not trying to lose any of the harmonies. And it's just, like you're saying, it's just layer upon layer intentionally. It's, it's, it's less noise rock and more melodic. There's a, there's a band I'm trying to find on my Spotify list to share with you uh, that this is reminding me of. Uh, I can't remember the name. Hey, okay, Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum is the band. Let me find the song. They're just this like avant-garde, sometimes metal, but mo- I, it's it's a really they're not they're not a metal band. Like some of their songs are hard, um, like. Maybe a little it's like not, Primus, maybe. And it's not even, man. Listening to it, it's not. I don't know. Something about that other song just really triggered this this band for me. The yeah, I can dig this. 
They're not even, like, they're not similar in... This is a weird... What'd you say? They're not even that similar. It was just, that was a weird connection, but sorry. That was kind of a tangent. No, I like this tangent. Thanks for bringing this to my attention. <laughs> Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum. <laughs> oh, man. I'm definitely bookmarking that. It's been quite a ride. Yeah. It doesn't even feel like it's been like an hour, but it's been quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like almost two hours. Oh, shit. Has it? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. This was fun. This was even more fun than the last one. So, oh, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, last one was a real drag. I hated it, Joe. <laughs> I was the inarticulate douchebag that time, Joe. <laughs> Joe, I am so uncool. I think I'll I'll step away from that. But I yeah, I'm cutting all that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally liquid meat gelatin like gelatinous liquid uh. meat